Hello, Spuds. Welcome back to the 451 Degree Potato Podcast, where we will incorporate our thoughts on how literature and art affect society with our favorite starchy vegetable, the potato. Today, we will discuss movies and TV shows, and we will analyze their effect on society. We will first start with the most important part, a lovely potato joke. Why do potatoes make good detectives? Why? Because they keep their eyes peeled. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the movies we will be analyzing are Coraline and Frozen. In Coraline, she moves into a new home and begins exploring. She stumbles upon a secret door, and once entering, she realizes she is in an alternate world that looks similar to her own life. However, this world comes with many advantages and benefits, or so Coraline thinks. She becomes ungrateful and starts favoring the alternate world over her own reality. Until one day, when her other mother starts manipulating her, trying to capture her soul and keep keep her in the alternate world, and Coraline realizes that this world is not so perfect. All she wants at this point is to return to her normal real life, and she overcomes many important obstacles along the way. This is Natalie, and one of the important themes that I noticed in Coraline was the classic mother-daughter relationship. Um... This movie shows that even if your parents might annoy you sometimes, they o- they're always there for you and they want what's best for you. And what they decide, such as moving to a new neighborhood, might not always be what you want to do, but it's for your own good. Yeah, this is Sedona. Um, when Coraline rejects the offer by her other mother to stay in the so-called perfect alternate world, you can tell that she values the imperfections that her real life holds, and viewers can learn that um, can learn to appreciate what they have. Coraline's character develops throughout the movie because she learns to be courageous and love the flaws of reality. This is Gabby, and I noticed that this movie teaches the audience that not everything in life is sunshine and rainbows, and just because we face challenges, it doesn't mean we're not living a good life. Everything valuable we do comes with challenges and struggles but there's always a way to overcome them. Yeah, that's a good point. This is Sedona again, and I'm going to discuss the character of the black cat in Coraline. The black cat has superficial bravery and superiority. However, the viewer can learn that it's okay to be uneasy or affectionate as the black cat appears to be towards the end of the movie. Frozen follows the story of two sisters who love each other but show their love in different ways. Elsa thinks that she is protecting Anna by running away, but Anna decides that she's going to do whatever she can to get Elsa back home. Uh, the The adventures they take that bring them closer together and reinforce the idea of their sister sisterly bond. Um, in Frozen Two, we see that the sisters have grown closer, but Elsa starts to hear these voices. Um, she eventually tells Anna what's going on and they go on an adventure and Anna just follows to keep her sister safe. Uh, the voices lead them to a forest and they learn about the past of Arendelle and like several bad deeds that have been committed, but also Elsa learns that she is a fifth spirit. So with this knowledge, um, the girls right the wrongs and also create a union between the forest and Arendelle 
both of them being like sides of a bridge. This is Natalie and some important themes that I noticed in Frozen are themes of acceptance and individuality. Because throughout both of the movies, we can see Elsa becoming her own person instead of becoming a ruler that everybody expects her to be. She starts to develop her bravery rather than always being afraid of hurting people. And she learns to be who she wants to be. And then it's okay to be different from other people. And kind of building on that, there's also the theme of accepting differences because at first, everybody in, El in Arendelle was so afraid of Elsa because she was different from them, and they shunned her because of her differences and called her a monster. But in the end, they came to realize that she is a human just like them, and they take her in as the person that she was meant to be. Um, Sedona, do you have any ideas on this? Yeah, I just wanted to mention that Elsa has no powers, while Anna doesn't seem to have any powers. Um, but you can just learn that even though Anna doesn't have powers, her capacity for love is enormous. Um, and it shows that you could just make the best of what you have. Yeah, this is Steffi. And um, showing this, we, it, sh it shows this when Elsa decides to, oh, wait, what? Um, when Anna's willing to leave the comfort of her palace, uh, that she had never left before to go and find her sister and she's ready to do anything that she can to find her she would scale a mountain and she walks through a bunch of deep snow to find her sister and even though elsa had ignored her for years um anna was still willing to go outside and uh help her sister which shows how much love she has in her heart um yeah and i also noticed that Elsa shows in Frozen 2 that you should always follow your heart and do what you believe is right. And you see this when she follows a small voice she hears throughout the movie. Yeah, this is Steffi again. Um, you see this when Elsa chooses to give up her throne to her sister to take the spot of the fifth element, which is what was right for her. And it's the best thing she could do for herself, for the forest, and for Arendelle. Yeah, um, this is Sedona, and Anna shows us again in Frozen 1, I think, in the scene where Anna intercepts Han's attempt to kill Elsa, and Anna turns into an ice statue. But this shows that the connection between Anna and Elsa is prominent, and even though their relationship hasn't always been flawless, um, they're, still, they're still connected. And in the movie... Anna then thaws out due to this act that portrays true love, and the sisters get their happy ending. Um, yes, this is Gabby, and touching a bit on what Sedona mentioned, I noticed that Elsa and Anna share a very normal sibling relationship. Oftentimes in life, we're taught that relationships need to be perfect, but as mentioned from my Coraline analysis, relationships don't need to be perfect. There are going to be fights, disagreements, and frustrated moments, especially with siblings. But Elsa and Anna show that siblings need each other, even though they're not perfect. For example, in Frozen 1, Anna often bugged Elsa to play with her, and they disagreed about this often. This scene from the movie teaches the audience that it's okay to have a difference in opinions, but if you are there for one another, that is the most important part of a relationship. Elsa and Anna also show the audience ways to overcome their differences through methods such as compromise and working together.
this is Sophie, and I would finally like to add that big themes in Frozen 1 are forgiveness and unconditional love. Uh, despite the fact that Elsa hurt Anna, Anna still forgives her and loves her, so much so that she undergoes many challenges trying to reach Elsa after she runs away. The themes that we noticed in both Coraline and the Frozen movies are really important because they can, even though they're in fictional movies, they can be a applied to real life and give us important lessons. Finish off today, now for a final potato joke. What do you call a potato wearing glasses? What? A spectator. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for today, bud. Bye. Bye. Bye.